Hello everybody and welcome to the greatest movie ever. I'm your host Jamie, thank you so much for listening today. Wherever you are listening, make sure to press that follow button so you never miss a future episode. You can follow the podcast on Facebook and Instagram at the greatest movie ever podcast for behind the scenes clips and exclusive content. Today we are talking about the greatest cult movie ever. I'm joined with Aaron and Jared. Now I know guys we were having a lot of debate on what counts as a cult film. We're all going to have our own opinions here. This is going to be one of the most open lists you'll ever see. But we did all however agree no Tarantino. So Aaron I'm going to quickly go to you before we start with the films. What do you count as a cult classic what the what is a cult classic to you my original idea for it was um uh, mine was money loss at the box office so flops that have like then got better over time and got like a cult following picked up on like either dvd or vhs sales uh, or even just like word of mouth um and just made the film like popular even though at the time when it came out it was uh, a flop. Jared, what about yourself? Um, I would say, like, they can't be indie. Like, they can't be, like, obscure films, but they need to be, like, in the middle, you know what I mean? Like, I think when you see my list, you'll understand what I mean. They can't be, obviously, like, mainstream. Like we said, you can't have Tarantino's. I know a lot of people are saying Pulp Fiction. I know when you're looking at a load of stuff online and you're looking at cult films, it's like, oh, here is Fight Club, here is Pulp Fiction, all of these films on here. You say they don't count. I think to me, like a mainstream, like uh, not a mainstream film, I don't feel like a cult film can be done by like that kind of director, you know what I mean? Like, let's be honest, Tarantino, all his films have been like kind of the same in like the level, you know what I mean? Like something like um, Christopher Nolan, you couldn't say like Insomnia was a cult film because he's just, it's a different level, I think, of filmmaking. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's weird because it's like, you could have like unpopular films in like their catalogue so maybe even like throwing in like a prestige in there because I know a lot of people don't actually know the prestige. Uh, yeah. But even that would feel weird saying that that's like a cult classic. Or like, yeah, I don't think you can say that's a cult classic because I don't think enough people know about that film. Mm. Like I think you have to be popular enough that people know who you are as a film, but yeah. it's not rated as like a Shawshank Redemption. No, yeah, yeah. So. I basically went off what it says here of cult films are known for their dedicated, passionate fan base, which forms an elaborate subculture, members of which engage in repeated viewings, dialogue, quoting and audience participation and other exclusive definitions focus more on the obscure transgressive films shunned by the mainstream. That's what I've mainly focused on. I think I've maybe got one kind of on the cusp of mainstream on my list but we'll talk about it when we get to it but we yeah. will begin go on aaron I, I i've got one i'd say that's like um maybe two that are like popular films that yeah. everyone will know 
I think no, but they could. I think they can be popular. I just don't think they can be like mainstream popular. Yeah, but, but um, this is the thing: when you say mainstream popular, it may not have been mainstream popular when it came out, but it is now. I could go with that. Yeah, I could go with that. I think I think comedies play quite well into this cult classics. I think. Yeah, but we will begin. I think this is going to be quite a diverse list. So I've got plenty of paper because I think every film is going to be different. No repeats. Let's see if we can do it for the first ever time. No repeats. Okay, Aaron. Ooh, I don't think so. <laughs> Aaron, I don't think. Yeah, I definitely don't think there's going to be. That. I, I, I think the world will be re- repeats on this for yeah. sure. I, I hope we have like first. Especially if it's that like one right there. <laughs> Number oh, 10 is a repeat. Like, I've not actually put that in. But it's, it no, is. neither did I. It's on an honourable mention, which I'll talk about in a moment. But... Too many honourable mentions, so I didn't name any. <laughs> um, Aaron. I'll go through my honourable mentions. Uh, so. Um, Donnie Darko, but that that was another film where I thought like, I mean everyone's seen Donnie Darko. Just because like, you don't, just because you don't understand it, don't mean it's a cult film. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but that was like top of like a lot of lists when I was looking this up. Uh, my other three ones I've gone for is The Page Master, um, <laughs> the Disney the Disney animators left for this film. And it was uh, released, I believe, under Universal Classic, a childhood classic, Page Master. Macaulay Culkin's best film is what cult followers say, including I. <laughs> um, Twin Peaks, Firewalk With Me, like, that would be high on my list, uh, but I actually no, not likes on, it. I'm not keen on the film. Like, I know Bowie's in it, but... I prefer the first series and I've seen like the first cut of the first episode where that was like a film, but then that's weird putting that in because it's like, it's just a show. Um, and my last one that I almost actually put in there is uh, Solo, Star Wars Story, because it is like probably the most modern uh, cult film at the mo- moment. It's big, getting a, a huge cult following uh, within the Star Wars world because it was released... Uh, in the midst of Last Jedi, and it was all chaotic, and silently came out, and it's people realise it's not that bad. It was just probably a, the reputation of Last Jedi killed it. Um, but my number ten, I'm going to go on from from Solo, which is a Disney film, and this my number ten is a Disney film. It's Treasure Planet. And <laughs> um, I believe Treasure Planet was. I'm sure it was one of the biggest box office flops of all time because Disney like bought a new like animated studio for mainly like setting up. This was their first film released in it, and no one saw it. No one went to see it. I mean, I think it was it passed that era of like the the Aladdin's Lion Kings, and it was a new generation of fans watching the films. And I mean, I love the ones I grew up with. It like the ones the cinema ones were like Emperor's. New Groove, Lilo and Stitch, Treasure Atlantis. Planet. Um, but this is my favourite. Brilliant, brilliant film. Yeah. Okay. I'll go through some honourable mentions. Napoleon Dynamite, The Girl Next Door, as we just talked about, Jennifer's Body, and Hocus Pocus. 
are all honourable mentions. And I'm going to shock the world here because I'm pretty sure all of you thought it would be number one. But I'm not wasting 10 points on this film. It's Howard the Duck. Oh, my God. Now, I know what your number one is. You don't. I, I guarantee I do. You write it down, and at the end, you show it before I say it. I'll write it in the private chat. Well, that means I can see it. I'll write it But down. don't press enter. Yeah, don't press enter. <laughs> yeah, but don't, don't press enter yet. Just write it in there. All right. And then when it comes to number one. Yeah, you, you're right then. Uh, yeah, <laughs> just retyping it because it's going to be like my number two, and you're like, oh, that's what I meant. Yeah, no, how the duck is not a cult classic. It definitely says how the duck is a cult classic. On yeah, but no one's seen this film, so how can it be a cult classic? Because it's got the recognition of what it is now, because of like I said, it tanked at the box office when it first came out, and now everybody's going back to it now. And it's it's one of those shit films that everybody loves, which I'm sure we'll talk about later as well. You know what it's, we should define? Sometimes a cult, some, some cult films can be bad films. They don't all have to be great films. It's all about the, the fan following afterwards when the film came out and how the duck has had more fans like that film. And the guy, Ed, Ed Gale, who's famous for playing E.T. and Howard the Duck, and something else, I think, I can't remember. He might might be an Ewok. I can't remember. Has had more fan mail for How the Duck than anything else. Just wow. saying. Um, yeah, you're right about that one. Really. Oh, Chucky, sorry. Um, I think anything that's getting like a 4K release <laughs> is a cult classic. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Isn't yeah. it a 4K? Uh, yeah. How the Duck's got Any a 4K. Like that it's got um, that 101 movie. film release. Yeah, and it's got a 4K steelbook. The only reason why people are watching that film still is because it's got the Marvel logo on it. <laughs> it doesn't have the Marvel logo. No, no, it's pre-Marvel, that. It does. It, it, you know what I mean? It's still part of the Marvel franchise, isn't it? Yeah. Just not kind the, the character is, yeah. Uh, because the character Howard, the duck, shows up in Guardians of the Galaxy. You know? One answer. Uh, I'm sure it was released when, like, the comic was ongoing as well, which is unusual. You think, like, besides, like, the really early Spider-Man films, How the Duck was the first proper Marvel film. And it almost ruined everything. And they had to sell the studio, which then became on to become Pixar. There's a lot of, like... You're welcome. There's a lot of hidden Marvel films. Fantastic Four. Like, Japanese, <laughs> the Japanese Spider-Man film. <laughs> Jeez. But anyway, my number 10 is that duck named Howard. Go on, Howard. Bring it home. Gerard. Okay, so I had a few honourable mentions, but it was, I had just so many, I just deleted them all. Um, my number 10 originally was The Big Lebowski, but I've just thought of one film now, and I'm just going to put it on because of the banter. The Scooby Doo film. <laughs> Which one? Which the, one? The, the 2002 oh, live action. You don't want to go to the island. Yeah, yeah, with Rowan Atkinson. Yeah. Yes. Scooby Doo the movie. about twenty-two like Scooby Doo movies. You have to be. Yeah, but you know the one. The one with the go to the yeah. island with Matthew Lillard and the Scooby Doo's in it and that. Yeah, I'm gonna put that yeah. at number ten just because 
I actually really liked that film when I was a kid. Like, it was one of those films, it's so shit, but when yeah. it's an IV2, you watch it. Um, it's weird you say that. I literally, I retweeted something on Twitter today, how I liked it. it was, you know, what's her name? What's her name? Michelle Geller. Sarah um, Michelle Geller. She's yeah. like explaining Scooby-Doo, right, for like two minutes. Like That's the, the, this is why I put it on the list. <laughs> do, you, I mean, do you know what video I'm on about? Yeah, I've seen it a hundred times. Mate, I saw it. Explain it to Jamie, sorry. I saw it for the first time today. I was crying. Have you seen it, Jamie? No. Explaining Scooby Doo for like two minutes about like how it's like equality for like both men and women and like his portrayal in film is like brilliant. And then like it cuts to like Freddie Prince Jr. and he's like, Yeah, it's a film about a dog. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you could say it's equality and all of the stuff in it. No, she was saying like how it's a groundbreaking, like, you know what I mean? Like both genders like Scooby Doo and all that stuff. And he just goes, It's like a dog. Okay, Aaron, number nine. Um, my number nine, um, hidden gem for sci-fi. People hate this film. I love it. Uh, it's Tron. Tron, Tron, the original Tron. But I love Tron Legacy as well. I mean, Tron Legacy is probably more of a tr- yeah. Let's go for Tron Legacy. Let's go <laughs> where it's at. You know. Um, I feel like this list has cracks. Like we're just changing every ten seconds. <laughs> nah, I'm, I'm going to stick with Tron Legacy on this one because I actually watched Oblivion the other night. Um, I was watching on 4K. I thought, this looks absolutely insane. What has this director done? Tron Legacy, that's what he's done. And you can tell that's what he's done because it's both stellar-looking films. And talk about the soundtrack. What happened in Oblivion? I can't remember. It's the weirdest plot. It is so... Like, I was saying to him, like... It, for a Tom Cruise like sci-fi flick, it's so complex. It's so complex. I'm surprised I'm that they read the script and be like, okay, we're gonna do this film, but we're gonna do it how I want to do it. Yeah, he's brilliant in it though. Yeah. But, um, yeah, like one thing about Oblivion, yeah. It had that weird like clamshell like DVD box. Have you ever seen it? Yeah, I've got it. I've got the Blu-ray one. Oh, it's that's awesome. Awesome. Why weird in a weird white Blu-ray. Yeah, it's not unique, it's ugly. Uh, I agree, because you can't see it spying on of what it is. You just know it is because it's ugly. You but, just know uh, it's that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, my next one is going off comedies and really underrated comedies, especially when it came out in the 90s. It wasn't that big, but it's definitely got bigger over time. And quite underrated, actually, when you think of how big he was in the 90s, but dumb and dumber. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> it says cult following on Wikipedia. Every film on my list says cult film on Wikipedia. Yeah, but so, I, I, I think I it's pick, a cult film, definitely. I could pick Midsummer and like, say a cult film. It doesn't say cult film. I mean, it's about a cult. Um, it's got a cult following Dumb and Dumb, especially over time. Especially Jim Carrey when he came out in the 90s and became massive. You had The Mask, Liar Liar, and then eventually Man on the Moon and all of these films. Dumb and Dumber just kind of was the, the only guy stepchild. Was more cable like Guy! A cult classic than Dumb and Dumber. I, I, I feel absolutely like do love Cable Dumb Guy. 
Yeah, Wait, but I Dumb think Dumb at the time... Dumb and Dumber's mm-hmm. got to be his most famous film, surely. No, I'd say Liar Liar is. Mask? Mm. Or The Mask. But Sonic? Sonic? That's a cult classic. Uh, but yeah, I said it. Um, it grossed two four seven million at the box office. Developed a cult following in the years after its release, and obviously it had an animated TV show, a two thousand and three prequel, and a twenty fourteen sequel. Yeah, it's definitely a cult. Yeah. There you go, Jared. Number nine. I thought Alan's just trying to argue my point. He's like, we're not making sure it says cult. No, I'm not. No, no. I'm looking at uh, looking up for that. I've given number nine to What We Do in the Shadows. Oh, wow. What a thing. <laughs> oh, yeah, that one God. is the epitome of cult. Like, pretty much any film that Tiger was It's the epitome of cult. That's why it's number nine. <laughs> He's just like, he, he just. I don't, his films feel like really like amateurish, but also like really like high quality. I don't know how he does it. Like it feels like he's just made them with his mates, but they also feel like a Hollywood film like level. Have you watched that new series? I've not seen it. I've not watched the TV show before. No, not the um, not the what do we do in the shadows? There's a TV show. You know the two cops that turn up at the house. Oh yeah. There's a TV show about them two, like finding like supernatural stuff. Apparently, it's oh, amazing, well. and it's the actual people from the film, and it's Tyke is like producing it. I think. I, I like I like how uh, Tagotti directed like a couple of episodes of the In Between His USA. Did he? He did. What? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he directed them. Right? He was involved definitely. I mean, did any of you watch that? I watched like the first episode. Yeah, it was enough. Yeah, it's a director of five episodes here for him. Five episodes? That's just not directing. That's been a part of the show. Five out of 12 episodes he directed. But yeah, like. Thing... In- including the pilot. <laughs> I could have I could have easily given it to the other one, you know, the. Um, what would you. Um, Where he's in the woods. Yeah, I really like that well. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, I can't remember. Well, I can't remember what you're gonna say. All right, number oh, eight. No, then. Uh, <laughs> about the in betweeners thing, um, like because the office series one of the office is so like unwatchable. I find yeah. I can't watch it. The US, what, American or British? Yeah, no, the American, the American the first office. Series. It's a remake of the UK. No, I like it. I, I like it. The completely series. copied it. The, the no, rest think... of it is amazing. I would say about three episodes of the US one. Like the first three are unwatchable, but then after that it I, gets a little bit better. I'd try to recommend that like to loads of people. On the and just start on season two. Yeah, <laughs> just, I just don't watch it because like, I think like, the, the first like few episodes are so bad. That and uh, Always Sunny. I, I can't remember the first few episodes of that, but I know Danny DeVito's not in it, is he? No, no not unwatchable. No, it's, no. Well, the first episode is where they go to... Uh... <laughs> I'm not going to say anything because uh, it's the gang is racist, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's it's where they like go to the college and like he he has to get a black girlfriend. And... Yeah, that's one. Yeah. But anyway, number eight, Aaron. Um, is a sci-fi for you. 
Chronicles of Riddick. <laughs> what? <laughs> Where's that come from? There's a sci-fi for you right there. Uh, but I, I don't, I don't think this counts as a cult classic. Nobody's watched it. Exactly. But there's a cult following. It's coming out, <laughs> it's coming out in 4K. <laughs> you just got onto HMV and see what's coming out in 4K. Nah, to be fair. Count. Every film comes out in 4K. Drive's not. It's yeah, not that's why I don't have a cult following. <laughs> yeah, eventually. Give it time. Jesus. It's only been out for like a couple of years. Nah, Chronicles of Riddick is a box office flop almost. It is a but, box office flop. It says on Wikipedia it's box office flop. It I'm is. pretty sure more people played the video game than watched that film. Nah, that film's mint. That film's mint. I'm sure Kieran like loves that film. Um, it's Ooh. so much different to the others. Have you yeah. seen it? Who was that you said? Who? Who? He's the ghost. Who? He's the ghost of the podcast. One I'm not going to lie, but I love Chronicles of Riddick. It changed cinema. <laughs> He's gonna be like uh, second coming of Christ, isn't it? I hope your number eight, like number seven, isn't like Doom or something. Jesus, no. I Aaron's, list, Aaron's listed. Aaron's just gone on box office flops and went. Is it getting a four K release yet? All right, it's on my list. <laughs> nah, I've always loved it. John Carr's going next. And fact about Chronicles Ready, it's my dad's favourite film of all time. That's how, like, I've, I've got Chronicles of Riddick on HD DD, DVD. <laughs> that alone makes it a cult film. You don't actually have a way to watch it. You I've got it on HD DVD. I've got it on um, UMP. What is it? Not UMP. UMD. UMD. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Just in case I'm out on the train I'm with my PSP. I can whack Chronicles of Riddick off. Yeah, you're just, you're just going to be going to the gym and you put your PSP on and you buy it on the treadmill light. Yeah, exactly. Wow. I'm bringing it into one of the most ultimate cult, cult classic films now. And it's regarded as the worst film of all time. It's The Room. I mean, it deserves a place. Definitely. Again, like we all, we've all seen the room, we know how bad it is, and obviously it's that it's just one of the most weirdest, greatest films you'll ever watch. You don't know why it's good, but it is, but it is still shit, and it's that good. It made a Hollywood film with James Franco playing him, didn't it? So, it, it, yeah, it definitely deserves a cult status. Yeah, and like I said, it's all about the fans. People go midnight screenings of it across the country before Disaster Artist came out. Tommy Wiseau was going to these midnight previews and was doing like Q and A's with everyone and stuff, and it was packed out. Everybody loves the room. People I just like to have a little. They're still making money, so who's the joke? Yeah. They like to have a little bit of the bubbly. Not Jared Leto. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> All I heard was not Jared Leto. <laughs> he said, "Who's the Joker?" Oh, fair enough. <laughs> I'm the Joker, baby. Jared, number eight. My number eight? Ooh, you like to know. Yeah, I would. So I can write it down. Oh, sorry, I've lost my list. Uh, number <laughs> eight. What an absolute G of a film. I didn't see this on any cult classics, but to me it's a cult classic, and it must be because I've seen it on TV. 
It's Never Ending Story. Oh, wow. What a film. Absolutely. <laughs> you know what I mean? Everyone talks about like Labyrinth and that. And I've got to be honest, I haven't seen Labyrinth. And like, I watched Princess Bride recently and it was all right. But Never Ending Story just hits a different level. Do you know what I mean? Like, Princess Bride ain't got shit on Never Ending Story. Does it have a flying doggy thing? Flying <laughs> dog. <laughs> the best thing is, Princess Bride is classed as a cult classic. That's like, what you find as a cult classic. <laughs> never experienced the same concept. The reading from a book, but it's better. I, I'm not being funny, but you're completely wrong. <laughs> like Princess Ride is so much better. <laughs> what are you talking about? Have you, you could have you, have watch never have you ever story. seen a pig? Never in the stories like that bit when that horse dies. Oh my god, the tears, man, the tears. <laughs> He's alone, and then he finds a, a turtle house. <laughs> I mean, all, all it takes is him just to go, my name is Anigo Matoya, you cook my father, prepare to die. That's better yeah. than the whole of ended story. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and now he went on to do Criminal Minds. And yeah. Homeland. And Homeland. Okay, Aaron. After um, Never Ending Story. <laughs> Number six. Jared's not the mark, seven? Mark, mark seven and six. My number seven is Labyrinth. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've um, just never seen it. I've never seen it. Nah, Labyrinth's... Um, I didn't watch Labyrinth until I was quite old. Until I think it was when I started to get into Bowie. And um, I just whacked it on because obviously it's famous uh, for him as well. And I was like, why did I not watch this as a kid? Like, it's so good. And it's just like the pinnacle of puppets. <laughs> There's a sound bite for you. <laughs> no, you know like Return of the Jedi, that, that scene in Jabba's Palace, and it was just like, whoa, like Jim Henson created that Jabba's Palace. And then I think LucasArts helped him for Labyrinth as well, and it's just... It, it, it's it's a dying art in it puppets but like we know what yoda looked like in phantom menace he looked like he looked weird and then they chose cgi and it's been cgi ever since actually puppet yoda was back in last jedi wasn't it? but yeah let's the, just the, say the team america the... team america's the pinnacle of puppets the age of puppets yeah, yeah but they're like yeah they're, they're like thunderbirds aren't they yeah, I mean, like the Jim Henson puppets. I mean, just it, it's it's so good, Labyrinth. Okay, my next one is a pinnacle of nineties team movies, and it's Clueless. Cool. It is a cool Never film. It's a very very good film, and it's just recently had its twenty fifth anniversary last year. Uh, special edition Blu-ray, sexy. It's beautiful the as if edition um but I, it's the pinnacle of of 90s teen comedies and it spawned so many catchphrases like as if and whatever and the fashion around that time as well so like surely clueless was mean girls before mean girls was made do you know what I mean like they must have watched like when they made mean girls they must have looked at clueless and like this is the film we're gonna make yeah, and they're both cult classics. 
Jared. Uh, what are we on? Number seven? Yeah. Number seven is super bad. Oh, okay. To me, this is a cool classic because it's like a weird like comedy that, you know, it's uh, John Sierra. Is it John Sierra? Michael Sierra, sorry. Michael Sierra, yeah. Yeah, Michael Sierra. You know, like this Jonah is like Hill, the yeah. start of their career, basically, like what really propelled them to like mainstream popularity, these two. Um, and Chris I think we've all seen Superbad. Like, is the it's it's what like the Americans do in it. They just do like teens well, drinking. I am McLevin. Yeah, like you know things like American Pie and all that. Like that that is what like when you're when you're a bit younger, you watch and you think, yeah, I want to go to America, but they miss <laughs> out like all the actual bits of America. All right, Aaron, you're at number six. Done in an hour at this rate. Number six, um, I've got um, Princess Bride. Yeah, we saw that coming. Oh, yeah, that film. <laughs> that um, another film that I didn't see until I was older. I can't remember why I watched this, but... Uh, it's a dead just... <laughs> Maybe. It's, it's just got some magic about it, Princess Bride. Um, it's in... Um... It is just a classic, but I don't know like what makes it good. But it just is. It's like it's like that like, got that Disney magic. It's got that Disney magic to it, but it's not a Disney film. Like the nearest thing to Disney magic, but it's not actually yeah. Disney. They recently did it in lockdown. Uh, uh, Princess Bride at home, and they got loads of celebrities to recreate the whole film and cut it into like little bits. So people like oh, Hugh Jackman, Sophie Turner. Um, I'm trying to think who else was in it. Ooh, Jennifer yeah. Garner. There was loads of people in it. And like I said, they kept doing little different bits. And then they pieced it all together in like a 10-part thing and basically made like most of the film. <laughs> Good. It's on Plex. You should watch it, Aaron. Yeah, I'll give it a go. I've not... Uh... I can't say I've heard of it either. Yeah, it was, like I said, because of lockdown and stuff, they decided to do all of this stuff. It was on that... Um, it's like a, an app called... Is it Tubi? Might be two B. I can't remember what it's called. It's like this weird app where they get loads of random stuff. But um, my number six is Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Ooh. Yeah, I mean, we spoke about it quite a lot recently, on probably on soundtracks and also on comic book adaptations and superhero films. So I'm not going to say a lot about it. It's a really good film. You all know it is. It's a cult following. Everybody loves it. And it's got bigger over the last 11 years. Just saying, Edgar Wright. Yeah, he's not that big, though, is he? He's not like what, a massive director. Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Says cult following on Wiki. Just saying. I, I, would, say every, I would say every film he's ever done is a cult film. Like even even Baby Driver. Shaun of the Dead is a cool classic. It says <coughs> he's just a cool director, isn't he? Unlike that Wes guy, right, Jared. Wes who? Wes <laughs> Tommy Wes <Wizard. laughs> Tommy Wes Uh Number six, we've gone for Team America. Yes, this film is. <clears throat> 
I don't, I don't think if you pitch this to anyone else, like it's not a good film, but because the South Park people did it, it's like you go with it. Yeah. Just, a, just a mental film. And I don't know if it's really got a cult following. I don't know if people like religiously watch it, but it's one of them films where it's just like, this film actually got made. Like, <laughs> uh, yes. So this is a surprise. It got made, so it's on my list. Yes. <laughs> Fair enough. Like I said, we all have different different ways of how we go about cult classics. So we have done our ten to six with no repeats so far. Aaron, is he going to change it? What? We're in the top five. Um, my number five is um, I'm gonna go for Mad Max 2 Road Warrior. And um, I, I just think because the law, like that, this film built, um, I kind of the only film I can think of that like, relates to it is you know, like The Matrix was just like your sci fi, um, and then like in the yeah. two and three, like they just went crazy with like the whole law, like was Zion and they wanted to create like a whole world um, and it didn't really work out for the Matrix well this did like I mean the first one's just like literally a few hundred thousand it cost uh, to make the first movie and it's just set in Australia that the world it looks like the world like it doesn't look post apocalyptic and it did so well and then the second one he just went with it and just created this like huge world and I think like and um, it's got so popular now where especially with the fourth film that it's like a whole like whole thing now mad max is like you could create uh, well they are going to create characters films about characters like furiosa like within the world and it all really started from this one well i think with mad max too it's like i think that was the film he originally had in his mind we obviously yeah. have the budget well apparently it was like um wasn't it wasn't it a remake of one or something like that? Because um, did it do it like an Evil Dead thing? Because like Evil Dead Two is kind of like it's, a remake. It's kind of, of like a separate story. Like, well, obviously it's the same as one. Like, it's connected. But I feel like you could watch two without seeing one. Yeah, like, and it just he just comes in, doesn't he? A bit like you know in the far film where he's just like he's there and he's like, I'm hard. Yeah, I'm hard. <laughs> yeah, uh, my helicopter man. My number five is Heather's. You guys watched uh, it that, That's what I thought it was. No, be. I have not, no. You thought that was going to be number one? For you, yeah. Put it in the well, chat, I don't believe you. <laughs> no, I swear to there's, oh, 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 there's, oh, there's four higher than it. Um, but no, like Heather's, it, it, like I said, it flopped at the box office at 1.1 million at the oh, box yeah. office. It shut like the company that released it, New World Pictures, went bankrupt and had to basically go. And then it got really bad reviews saying it's a morbid comedy about peer pressure in high school and teenage suicide and basically didn't do well. And then over time, it's just got a massive cult following and it's just got even better. And they released the Arrow film, which is a beautiful box set. And they've had a 4K restoration. So it's fit, Aaron's, it's fit Aaron's, there you go. So, uh, But it's such a great film. It spawned off a TV show and a musical as well. Um, 
it's just a great film and it came out the same year as Beetlejuice like Winona Ryder did that and Beetlejuice and obviously Heathers has just been completely overshadowed when you talk about teen movies not a lot of people have heard this film nobody knows what it is and it's just so underappreciated and underrated it's such a great film so that's why it's in my top five Jared number five we have we have Borat no I feel like this is the only one that's like questionable because I think Borat is mainstream. Like, it, won an, it won a Golden Globe for Best Actor. <laughs> yes, like, Borat is mainstream, but I think it was because of word of mouth that it became mainstream. I think when Borat came out, it wasn't, like, an instant hit. It was like, have you seen this, like, mad film called Borat? And then you kind of watch it like that. Hmm. No, thank you very much. Yeah, yeah, and he was like already a character when he bought that. Like to to us, he's like he's been with us for years, but like to Americans, he just came from nowhere. Yeah, I mean, like I said, he had Ali G, that Ali G show, and he kind of like was cameoing in that way, and he with Bruno and stuff. But yeah, I, mean, I, I, just I, I don't think you could do anything like that anymore because I just think there's just been so many like Borat kind of films now that Americans just know. That, like when someone's being stupid it's like bro where's the camera like you know what i mean they just know yeah. so i don't think they can get away with what they did in borat anymore you say that it's like i watch impractical jokers and they're on like season eight and they're still getting away with shit <laughs> it's all bloody staged in it and have, have you not seen the have you not seen the clips where they're literally doing the the, the sketches and then like they're literally like trying to prank someone and someone comes up with it. excuse me are you like in from impractical jokers like yeah, we, do you know what you're asking now? I'm like, yeah, it's like, well, we're doing it right now. It's like, oh, right, I'll see you later. Yeah, like, yeah, there's been bits like that, and they're like, yeah, we're filming, so can you go so we can actually do shit? Yeah. <laughs> like, people recognize, they are recognisable. Nah, it's all, all stated in Practical Jokers, whereas I felt like Borat was actually, like... No, yeah, they're all proper stuff. Like, you know what I mean? Like, even all like Borat and Bruno, like, he was genuinely going to get killed. Yeah. And you actually thought that um, in Borat's subsequent movie film that his daughter was going to actually get molested. But, I mean, we're going on to number four now, and there hasn't been a duplicate. Surely one's going to come soon. Aaron? Um my number four is a film that most people hate i know a lot of people hate it but you don't jamie it's not on my list <laughs> what was the film space sorry i misheard you space jam right oh for god's sake look Look, I feel like I'm justifying this film every week. Not even not on this podcast, just in general. When like <laughs> people are like, "Oh, you actually like Space Jam?" I'm like, yeah, it's amazing. Right, and I just say like, why it's so good. Like, and there, there are like people that love it. Like I'm, I was went on ASOS the other day, and they've got like a full clothing range for just Space Jam. 
Um, and you <laughs> think it was a new film. Full clothing range for a film that because like of King James. It's uh, it's got its followers, and it's got its haters. It's like Kanye. And it's got a sequel. And it's got a sequel. Kanye's got a sequel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't think it did so well at the box office either, did it? Well, I was just looking because I was just thinking about that, and it made, it, it did all right, to be fair. fair. Eight million uh, bullet uh, budget, and uh, 250 it made. So tripled. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've, got, I've got one for you, Aaron. You want to wear this one? Wow, look at those dungarees. That's mad. I I was looking at Emily bought me one a couple of days ago. Uh, Is that the jumper you sent me? Yeah, Tommy Jean's one. (laughs) We're gonna go though, aren't we? I'm gonna wear my um I'll wear my uh I'll wear my um might wear both. Why don't imagine if they do a double bill? I won't won't come see you. If you let all go, I will actually come watch it. Well, I'm waiting. Walk out for the second one. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, I like like LeBron James, so I'd watch it. The thing is, the Odeon release their schedule on Thursday, so we will know on Thursday. No, it must be coming out. No, it's out next next week. Yeah, yeah, it's out next Friday, what I'm saying. We'll know if they're going to do double bill or... As Aaron said, he wants to go have that as his first experience in IMAX. <laughs> nah, you want that in 3D. <laughs> um, my next one... Tasmanian is... Devil coming out of the screen like... Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my next one is a film that I'm pretty sure we all love. I know Jared absolutely loves this film, but it wasn't so big when it first came out and it wasn't until he then became he... Batman he got even bigger and it's American Psycho. Uh, that was actually the last film I watched. Pardon? That was the last film I watched recently. Yeah? Didn't make your list? No, but I don't know why I don't see it as a cult film. I really like it as a film, but I don't see it as a cult film. I just see yeah, it as I a don't, film. I don't for some reason. I don't think it's got a following. I think it's just got like moments. It's, the thing is, again, it's it's one of those that when it first came out, it wasn't big and it just got bigger and bigger. Mm. I guess like, it's kind of cult, yeah. Yeah. Uh, people appreciate it more now than what they did in 2000 when it first came out maybe because christian bale's got as a bigger actor he was batman and stuff and became more popular and then he came back to that was like oh my god this film is actually really really good like he's got jared leto willem dafoe reese witherspoon it's a great like cast as well and what she called uh chloe savini as well like it's a great like supporting cast and then christian bale in the lead role it's just a great film great soundtrack and it's one of those that's been, over time it's all people have been questioning like the ending what it all means mental health blah 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 so it's definitely got bigger over time yeah so, he he made it all up in his head yeah apparently so but jared well he also did kill that woman <laughs> number four. four we've gone with a clockwork orange Ew. No, this this is a mad film. Obviously, like you're looking at it, it's like 
the 70s film it's just like crazy like what was he thinking <laughs> and to be honest like i think films like that are probably spot on as cult classic films because i was on about this jamie the other day i just don't get why people would watch that in like midsummer and it was originally banned clockwork so that's, what I, mean, like, that's why I think it built up a, a bit of a following because he got banned it's like what is this film it's the plot's so weird to it. And like, I wouldn't even say, it, yeah, like, it's not even a good film as a film, but you kind of want to keep watching. It's like, where yeah. are you going next, Stanley? <laughs> where are you going next, Stanley? Tell me. <laughs> right. We have reached top three and there's no duplicates. Come on, <laughs> Can I change my films if there is a duplicate? Uh, my... My number three. Freeway tie. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. I've spoke about this film a lot, um, but I love it. It's Galaxy Quest. It's one of my favourite comedies. And, nah, this... this uh, is this the one with Sigourney Weaver in? Yeah, this literally gets conventions, mate. Like, it's, it's definitely a cult film. Um... Kid, he's like, Google it. Is Galaxy Quest a cult classic? <laughs> no, <laughs> I mean, it must be because I've heard like I've heard about this film, Mate, people, yeah. I've managed never to see it. People love this film. Like, the, the crazy thing about this film, like, it was it had so many directors, so many people messing with it. It was so many different ideas, and then it ended up being something amazing. Like, originally, it was just going to be because um, it was DreamWorks. And it was going to be like their massive sci-fi epic. And then some guy came in and was like, nah, let's make it a spoof of Star Trek. And then it became like sort of a hybrid. And it was just like, just such a good, uh, it's like, it's inspired by Star Trek. It's not just a complete spoof film of it. But DreamWorks, it was in between. They did, um, they did Saving Private Ryan. And then they did American Beauty. So obviously huge, critically amazing films. And then the Gladiator uh, with Ridley Scott uh, to release like a couple of months after this. So they just, they didn't promote it. They just like were saying there's no press for it at all. Uh, and they just released it um, out of nowhere, DreamWorks, because of like the reputation thought of that. And people love this film. Like it's, it's so good. Yeah. I think... Um... It does say cult classic on Wikipedia. Don't worry, Aaron. It's fine. <laughs> but um, but yeah, it's, I think it's one of those. I'm pretty sure I did watch it a very long time ago. But you always get that and Mars Attacks mixed up. I think. Yeah, yeah. It's like Deep Impact and Armageddon. Yeah, and then she just sees that. Yeah, it's just one of those, isn't it? But my number three is a Steven Spielberg movie, controversially. But it's Hook. All right. Box office failure. Really bad scores on Rotten Tomatoes. But over time, like it's 30 years old now, this film. Like 1991 it came out. And it just got a bigger following. Especially since Robin Williams died as well. Like it's just, it's one of the best Peter Pan stories. Like Dustin Hoffman as Hook is incredible. The score's amazing by John Williams. The best John Williams score. And so I was seeing Aaron's look then. And then, um, yeah, it's just a great film, Hook. And I, I, I said it before, 
it's one of the first like proper childhood movies and it's amazing jared my number three i've given it to just thinking about if i need to swap the list around <laughs> why no, because my top three are kind of like all kind of the same. Like I, I think they're all on the same level. Isn't it? Yeah, I'm going to change it. So number, my number three is Dazed and Confused. That all, right, was, all right, all right, all right. That's what I'm on about. Like, I love American teen films where, you know what I mean, like they've just finished like college and that, you know what I mean? Like they've just, they're just chilling, basically. Mm-hmm. I mean, I want I want to go back to them days, but there's like no responsibilities, <laughs> just chilling, drinking. You Definitely know. saw that on Friday night. He was loving it. You saw the video. Yeah, Alan. but I've got responsibilities. I've got a job. <laughs> I've got this. I've got that. Like I want about like back to the day when you were like, you didn't pay rent. You just lived. Four a.m. in the morning at walkabout. Yeah, <laughs> just, well, not just even walkabout. Like sat you know, in between the kebab shop. I'm on about when I was 16 going to like campfires and just being like, just chatting to people at two in the morning about, how are you? Now then, how are you? Now then, how are you? All right. All right, all right. We're at our top two. Come on, Aaron. My number two, this could easily be number one. But I've gone for... It's a big franchise, but it's the change in the franchise. It's fast and oh, furious. You are kidding me. It's not five, it's Tokyo Drift. Nah, nah, I'm joking. I'm not really fast and furious. Oh, <laughs> I thought you love Tokyo Drift. I do love Tokyo Go Drift. On. Do, do it. Go on. Every time Tokyo you talk Drift. about Tokyo Drift, you gotta do yeah, it. You gotta do the song. Tokyo Drift is the best ding, fast and furious ding, film. Ding, ding, ding. I, I'm not, that's not it. It's, my number two is Highlander. That is one of the best. Highlander. Probably my most like quotable film, Highlander. It's the story to it is so good. Uh, it's such a brilliant premise. I'm so happy that like the reboots are coming out. And I mean, Queen's soundtrack for the first one's brilliant. But the execution of the film, it is very dated uh, now when you watch it again. And um, I mean, it just, it's messy, it's dated, but it just works and the story just grips you through it. It, it kind of reminds me of those like Luke Besson films, like your 12 Monkeys and your uh, Fifth Element, things like that, um, where you know it looks bad, but you go with it. Yeah. Okay. My number two is Mean Girls. My biggest movie on the list. But it redefined everything that is. I think team. it deserves its place as a cult classic. Yeah. I say it's a phenomenal film. One of the greatest. It's in my top ten films of all time. Uh, it would be my number one because it's my favourite film. But again, I'm talking about fan bases and what defines a cult movie. Which is why this was number two and not number one. But... I've spoke endlessly on Mean Girls. I'm pretty sure it's made about five of my lists. So, yeah, love Mean Girls. Jared, number two. 
Uh, this was originally my number three, but I changed it. I don't know if you guys are going to like this one, but Battle Royale, I think, is a cult classic to me. What, okay. Hunger Games? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, it, yeah, like, Hunger Games was based off Battle Royale, and I think it's, like, it, it takes a good film for, like, a Japanese film to become, like, synonymous in, like, England and, like, America. I think this one did it because it was just like, like a weird kind of story about kids killing each other, and it's just I don't know. I think it's a cool classic to me. It says it on Wikipedia. You're all right. You don't need to defend it that much. <laughs> it says cult following. Right, we're at number one, and there hasn't been a duplicate. Um, <laughs> and there isn't gonna be one. <laughs> Wait, what do we do if there's no duplicate? We have to decide. It's a three-way tie, isn't it? <laughs> Damn, this might be the first ever. Even if I have a Hey, you don't know actually. If we've had no duplicates, our top film could all be the same. We'll find out. <laughs> it will be for you. Yours will be something like Napoleon Dynamite. No, that's honourable mention. Oh, um, sorry. I actually, I actually feel guilty for like leaving out like I don't, I don't know how I feel. I don't know like Drive and the Ghibli films. You know what I mean? Like when you don't, about... I don't think Drive counts. Like, I think Drive no. just hasn't got that cult following. It's a great film, but it's not got. I it feel like as it deserved. I feel like Spirited Away now, because like what you're saying about Battle Royale. I feel like Spirited Away is that foreign film like that that broke the western audience you know but i don't know well guns. my original I think... number one I, I always write these lists from one to ten i i always start off with number one and it was so easy this number one that i've had it for ages and it's blade runner but then I, i've just decided i it, it isn't a cult film it, it's probably too popular. Too mainstream. Pe people say like it's the best like film of all time, so it can't. Yeah, like how could it be a cult film if it's a top thirty film? Yeah. Like there's so many places that will say like this is like the film that like the best one. Of, well, arguably the like, best film of all time. So I've gone for the other end of the spectrum. What do people say the worst film of all time is? <laughs> Are you going for Toy People Soul. say. This film, when this film came out, right, everyone was like, this is the worst film of all time. And then month by month, day by day, hour by hour, a person likes this film. Since Tokyo Drift. Every day, at least one person changes their mind about this film. And by this point, every, the majority of people love this film. <clears throat> It's Star Wars Phantom Menace. <laughs> you know what? In it, it though. Seriously. Everyone, like, no one's people, changed their mind, but I do agree with you. It's a no one's changed their mind. People hated this film. Like People say you ruined Star Wars. Like People just hated George Lucas. Like so, it, it had such a bad rap. Like when it first came out, all the like dads that went to see it who grew up with the original trilogy it was like, "This is the worst. This is so bad. You've killed my childhood." But then their kids, a, aka me and like my generation, are like, "This is Star Wars." 
and we've grown up and be like, this is it. To the point now that like when even like when Disney bought Star Wars, which wasn't that long ago, they tried to like push away the the prequels and they fucked the sequels up so much and they're trying to bring the prequels back with the Obi-Wan series. Like there's so many links to the prequels nowadays. Um so yeah, I mean I, I can't think of a film that is hated so much and then over time has built up such a fan base as the origin as the prequel trilogy, especially Phantom Menace. So that's your number one. Uh, no, Tokyo just my number one. <laughs> can I can I just say something? Go, on. Aaron. You have put a billion dollar film for a total. <laughs> it was gonna. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, you just that. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I do get your point. Like, my logic maybe the list should have been more like films that were hated, but actually are not bad. Yeah, that that's my that's my logic with it. Like, people have changed the perception about this film, and maybe it's because of the sequel trilogy for some people. But I mean. That's how they're high praise, isn't it? It's like, oh well, you weren't as bad as the other ones. Yeah. But uh, you're going for Phantom Menace. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm sticking with Phantom Menace. Sticking with guns. All right. So none of us are having duplicates, right? All right. Yeah, James, <laughs> Phantom Menace also. Could <laughs> mine was Blade Runner. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, this film at number one. Still in limited release today, forty-six years after its premiere is the longest running theatrical release in film history. In many cities, live amateur Shadowcast acts out the film as being shown with audience participation. The film is most often shown close to Halloween and has a large international cult following. It's Halloween. It is the Rocky Rocky Horror Horror. Picture Show. You talk about a cult following, there is no film that is bigger then Rocky Horror for a cult following. I feel like I feel like the Star Wars conventions are bigger than them conventions. Yeah, that's but that's mainstream. That, Star Wars <laughs> is mainstream, just saying. We all <laughs> said at the start, no mainstream, and he throws in a billion dollar You go into any like gay club and you'll be like, they'll be doing a Rocky Horror show week. <laughs> Alright. Yeah. <clears throat> but no, like I said, Rocky Horror, every year, you're guaranteed, you put that show on, it's going to sell out. People go dressed up as Frankenfurter, as all of the characters, as Rocky, as Brad, as Janet. Everybody they will watch it. They even did it in Perks of a Wallflower. They did it in Perks of Being a Wallflower. Well, Why I would say it is probably the biggest British cult film. It's big in America as well. I think in I think probably the international thing like actually like what the biggest is like without our list. I think probably Big Lebowski's number one. Then it has to be Rocky Horror number two. I think. I have Big, Big Lebowski, Lebowski has a it has a day dedicated to it, doesn't it? Big Lebowski and stuff like that. And yeah. again, my definition of cult classic is the fans and the fan bases. That's not in mainstream media like Star Wars. I, I agree with Aaron. Like Star Wars, like May the Fourth Be With You when they have Star nah, Wars conventions. They Star Wars fans basically made what Comic Con like massive. Like, yeah, but Star, Star Wars, Wars is a hit and miss, like you know what I mean. Like 
But like, Star Wars fan is a massive Star Wars fan. No, just because you watched the films at the cinema, don't mean you've watched the Bad Bunch, and don't mean you've watched the Clone Wars. But like I said, Rocky Horror for me defines cult classic. So finishes off Jared. No duplicates. Let's go. Yeah, I've not been asked to do that in a while. Um, <laughs> number one is no other cult film. It's Shaun of the Dead. Absolutely love Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, I almost put like, Shaun of the Dead on my list. Like, right. it, was on my, it was on my shortlist. He's a G. He just like he just makes such good films. Do you know what I mean? Like I I did have Scott Pilgrim on my list for a good while, and then I changed it last minute. But I just I think he just makes them films that like. You know what I mean? Not every film has to be a Fast and the Furious. You can just have a zombie and a pub. It doesn't always have to be about family. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, okay. he could he probably could have gone. No, he does protect his. He goes to save his mom in Charlotte. He's all about that family. <laughs> I love how that's like a massive lean now. Um, so. We have finished the list. There are no duplicates. Oh, so wait, wait. So technically, because there's no duplicates, we can't have a top five because it would be our second films and our first films would make the top six. We'll get. We'll go to extra time and penalties. Ah, I'm up with that. Um, <laughs> let's we go. Get, to, let's we go. go to, okay. So we'll you say a film, I say a film. Right. Yeah, and then we'll the first one is pop. <laughs> What are we doing now? We'll do penalty shootouts and like we'll both, we'll say a film, right? It's got to be a cult match. film though. It can't be a random yeah. film. If it get if we get a match, then, then that's what? the winner. Well, okay, so what? <laughs> we got to name cult films, random cult films. Uh, when, you, when you run out, you get knocked out, and then whoever is still. I'm saying something completely different to what you're saying. Oh, right. what are you saying, Aaron? We'll just say three, two, one, and then we'll all say a film. Uh, any right, film. I'm any film. First one. I'm ready for the first one. Ready? What, any oh, film? Yeah. It got any cult cool classic film. film. Oh, it all got right. me cult cool classic. All right, go. All right. Three, two, one, snap. Rocky it's Horror. One. Wait, what? You, you can't say Rocky Horror. Oh, You've already said I that. I don't understand the rules. You can't, you can't just keep saying rocking horror. You can't just say films and put on your. You're going through your top ten you list. Know, you know, you never said what the rules was. You just said just name a cult classic film. I'm like, why? <laughs> what did you say, Jared? Ghost World. Ghost was good. Right, I've got another one. Right. Uh, three, three, two, one. Lost in transport. Right. What's the point of this game? Because <laughs> eventually we'll get a match and that'll be the winner. And what? The, so none of the films that we said on the list is going to win? Is whatever we match? No, no, no. If, if you match, <laughs> it, whoever matches, the person who didn't match, their phone wins. Yeah, I like what? that. I like that. That's good. That's good. Right. All right. I've run out of cult films. Sorry, lads. I'm out. <laughs> two, one, goal two, living the dream. God, let me think. Google what's cult films. 
What is going on? All right, come on, I've game got, one. I've got a plan to win this now. <laughs> I'm just going to name that Go Free. <laughs> so, the, so it, the you're not even naming like cool Jared, films. These are the rules. Like it, the people that match, it's the other person who didn't match that wins. Yeah, but you're naming films that are even cult classics. Yeah, yeah we did. Right. Everything we just named were cult classics. Go to is not a cult classic. You didn't say that. I didn't count. <laughs> he said go to, living the dream, subtitle and everything. Living the dream. It's not cool dream. Move on. <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> right. All right. I'll go again. Right. Three. Two, one, start. This one's the Right. <laughs> Go again. Three, <laughs> two, one, Star Wars Attack it of the Clones. Where are oh, Star Wars Attack of the Clones? I win! <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? I think Rocky Horror should win anyway. Jamie, what did you say? It follows. It follows. One. No one's ever liked that film. <laughs> it says cult. It says cult classic on Wikipedia. <laughs> right. You a- you made me watch that film, and it's, it's like like made on like a iPhone, <laughs> putting like toasters into the water and that. Like <laughs> it was not a good film. The best thing is we played this random game, but Jared even said Rocky Horror should win. <laughs> yeah, like if we're talking like actual like cult films, but my opinion is different to your opinion. This was like last time when like he voted the Blade Runner is the best film of all time, and he went, "Nah, Inception should win." <laughs> He's easily swayed by me. We're alright. <laughs> no, like he didn't make my list Rocky Horror, but like if we're talking like which one's probably got more cult following. Probably Rocky. Let's yeah, all agree. Ro- Rocky, Rocky Balboa I mean, uh, you, you also said Rocky Horror is probably the biggest British cult classic film. Then you named a British film. <laughs> In Shaun yeah, of the Dead. Is my favourite cult film. We're not, we're not saying, oh, what is the best cult film. We're saying what oh. my favourite is. Yeah. The best one is the one that wins out of all of us. Yeah. What about? Whoa, 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 whoa! whoa. Surprise! Uh, one what second. About, what about Lilo and Stitch? Oh, that is actually really sick. It's Disney, though, and it's mainstream. What about um, Help I'm a Fish? <laughs> Help I'm oh a Fish in the deep blue sea. <laughs> guys, guys, we've got a special guest to the decision. What are you on about? It's Kieran. <laughs> he comes to tell us which one he wants to win. I'm not gonna lie, but I love Rocky Horror. Good lad, Kieran. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, but Phantom Menace. I saw that Jake Lloyd kid, and it made me want to be a Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, Phantom Menace actually isn't a cult film. It made a billion dollars at the box office. <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna lie, but Star Wars was actually based on. Um, Lord of the Rings. What's that film? It's like it's based on. Oh, yeah. Samurai. No, it's like. No. Uh, you always talk about it, don't you? The Akira Kurosawa film. Oh, um, the other one. The the Bad Bunch. No, it's the, the Bad, bad bunch. bunch. It's not even the Bad Bunch. The Hidden Fortress. 
Fortress. Yeah, that's the one. Hidden Fortress, yeah. I'm not gonna lie, it's the Hidden Fortress or Hidden Fortress would win. Right. <laughs> Freaks and Geeks is the best TV show. Cool. Arrested Development, but alright. No, no. Arrested Development is mainstream as fuck. Cool classic. It's on Twin Netflix. Twin Peaks is the most... No, Twin Peaks and X-Files are the biggest cult TV show. Join us next week as we continue this debate. How can X-Files be one of the biggest cult things? It had like 20 seasons. <laughs> yeah, because like... Somebody must have been watching it. Freaks and Geeks had one season. And got cancelled. Yeah, because it's such a cult. <laughs> it had a really bad, like, sequel, undeclared. People just stopped watching, like, during... Twin Peaks season two. They just stopped making episodes. I did. Do you like it's so it's so bad we have to reveal the killer halfway through the show so people yeah. watch and they realize we've got nothing else to do for the rest of the season. You know they what? Should... I'm actually gonna be honest. I didn't dislike Twin Peaks season two. I was like actually really enjoying it. It's just I like it, I think it loses it like at, at about like the fifteen. Yeah, I think I think it was done. It's just like. It's when it's when the like children characters start going a bit weird. I got annoyed when they um, they bought that other killer in, and I was like, "What is this? Like, what is this? Like, um... yeah." I always felt like, yeah, there was like a story, but I also felt like you know, like how The Simpsons, where it's like, yeah, it's a continuous story, but there's a new oh. thing every episode. That's what I felt like it was. Like, it's like, oh, here, here's the guest for the episode. It's this yeah. killer. <laughs> Okay, well, it's a freeway. Uh, Rocky Horror won. Rocky Horror win, that's fine. Rocky Horror. Yeah, is, I'd say Rocky Horror. Is the greatest cult movie ever. Join us next time whenever we decide to turn up and pick a new topic for you. All right, next um, topic. Um, is Jared just going to randomly do this at the end of the episode? No, he won't. Car films. We've not done car films yet. <laughs> the greatest yeah. car movie ever. Only one Fast and Furious per list. Beep, 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 beep. And it has to be about the cars. It can't be about drive where he drives. It can't be about family. It can't be about family. 